The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, it's time to perform what they call the heroic moment to get out of bed and pray. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, January 26, 2022, Wednesday of the third week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of Saints Timothy and Titus. Now, Timothy was with Paul at the founding of the church in Corinth. During the 15 years he worked with Paul, he became one of his most faithful and trusted friends. Titus has the distinction of being a close friend and disciple of Paul, as well as a fellow missionary. Titus is seen as a peacemaker, administrator, a great friend. The letter to Titus addresses him as the administrator of the Christian community on the island of Crete. Timothy and Titus both died around the year 95 A.D. Saints Timothy and Titus, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, inflame our hearts with the longings of Christ's sacred heart so that we might truly offer our persons and works in union with him for the salvation of the world. Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we consecrate ourselves to your sacred heart and we offer ourselves with you to the Father in your holy sacrifice of the Mass with our prayer, works, sufferings, and joys of this day in reparation for our sins and that your kingdom come. We especially pray for the church throughout the world, for the Holy Father and his intentions, for the evangelization and conversion of the whole world, for our bishop and his intentions, for our parish, and for our families and their needs. Listen to us, O Lord, through Christ your Son. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for all those suffering from religious discrimination and persecution. May their own rights and dignity be recognized, which originate from being brothers and sisters in the human family. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Lord, we find ourselves in your presence. We have made this act of faith just now. I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. Even though you have ascended into heaven after your death and resurrection, you are with us in your church, but also within us. Through baptism, you came to dwell within us, and we came to dwell within you. Because of this indwelling, we are filled with your Spirit. Lord, heaven and earth merge 
in you, for you are God and man. You are like a bridge or a ladder connecting heaven and earth. For this reason, we call you our mediator. It is as if you have one foot on heaven and one foot on earth, thus granting us access to your Father in heaven. We who find ourselves on the side of earth strive to seek you each day, for we want to cross the bridge, climb the ladder, be with you, the mediator between God and man. Only with you, through you, and in you, we can cross over to the other side, to heaven, when the moment comes for you to call us from this life. With this in mind, we can penetrate the full meaning of the first word of your public ministry, this first word we heard in the Gospel of today. And it is addressed to each one of us today. Repent. Lord, you want us to repent so that we may not deviate from the way, from you, the bridge, the ladder, the mediator that brings us to the house of the Father. As I listen to the word repent, I may know right away the things that I must change in my life, especially if these are serious things that clearly lead me away from you. But perhaps, as I hear you say, repent, I find it difficult to know exactly what I should repent from or what I must change. The little things that I should correct so that my path merges more towards you. What is essential is to strive to know ourselves with you. We can imagine a room without lights or windows, a room in total darkness. In such a room, it would be very difficult to see the cracks or the, on the walls, the filth on the floor, the dust on the ceilings. But as soon as we turn on the lights or open the windows to let the sunlight in, we are able to see the cracks, the dust, and even the dead spider under the table. Lord, the same happens within us. When our life of prayer is simply a formality, mechanical, yes, we can pray a lot, but we can be far from you. When, on the other hand, we strive to cultivate a personal friendship with you, by seeing our time of prayer not as a list that I must check off, but as an encounter with you. Everything changes. Then we do not simply give you the leftovers of my day. My prayer becomes intentional, without rush, with great interior peace. We begin to draw close to you and to see ourselves in your light. The lights are turned on in my soul. The windows thrown open and I allow you, the light of this world, to illuminate my within. Then I come to see myself and I come to understand what I must change. 
for I see the filth. Like Peter, at the Last Supper, I cry out to you saying, Wash not only my feet, but my hands and my head. Lord, true deep self-knowledge is not simply something that I acquire on my own. To know myself, to know the areas in my life that I must change, I need to draw close to you. Away from you, I find it difficult to see. But with you, I see clearly as in daylight. Only then will I heed your call to repent. For only then will I become fully aware of my need to convert. First, then, making that daily effort to draw close to you, avoiding the real danger of formalism in my life of prayer. But then, an instrument that we have at our disposal to know ourselves better, especially to know concretely where conversion must take place in my life, is the examination of conscience. Lord, help us make a brief examination of conscience each day. There are two examination of conscience, the general and the particular. The general is the one we make at some point during the day, usually at the end of the day. But if I find it difficult to do it at the end of the day, because I am too tired and unable to concentrate, I can move it to a different time. In this general examination of conscience, I can give thanks to you, Lord, for the graces you bestowed upon me during the day. So many graces, each day. But then, I ask forgiveness and make an act of contrition for my sins towards you and towards others. Sins in my thoughts, in my words, in what I have done, and in what I have failed to do. There are many different ways to do the general examination of conscience. Each one of us must find the way that works, and then we must be flexible enough to change it when needed. Whichever way we make the general examination of conscience, what's important is that we repent convert by cutting off from my life anything that separates me or places me away from you. Lord, this should be the principle that helps us discern in my life when confronted with choices. Will this move me away from you or will this draw me close to you? The particular examination of conscience, on the other hand, is a specific point of struggle I identify and choose to work on if I find it difficult to smile, for example. My particular point of struggle could be to smile more so as to make the life of others around me more pleasant. Or it could be to be more orderly and organized, not to criticize, not to complain, be more punctual, be more generous. The horizon of the different specific points of struggle is large. What's important is to choose one for a specific time period and examine myself on that area throughout the day. 
In this way, the general exam is like a shield that protects myself, and the particular exam is the weapon to use when going to the offensive. Lord, in this time of prayer, we ask you for the grace to cultivate a real, personal friendship with you, so that I can see myself for who I am because of your light. But we also ask you for the grace to do the general and particular examination of conscience, so that we can heed your call to repent. Mary, fair lady, lead us to your Son, the mediator between God and men. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour, and we'll begin the liturgical day next on Daybreak. It's the memorial of Saints Timothy and Titus, Wednesday, January 26, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer now as we join with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth, and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hand. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Glory to the Father and to the Son, 
and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. I will sing forever of your love, O Lord. Through all ages, my mouth will proclaim your truth. Of this I am sure, that your love lasts forever, that your truth is firmly established as the heavens. With my chosen one, I have made a covenant. I have sworn to David, my servant. I will establish your dynasty forever and set up your throne through all ages. The heavens proclaim your wonders, O Lord. The assembly of your holy ones proclaims your truth. For who in the skies can compare with the Lord, or who is like the Lord among the sons of God? A God to be feared in the council of the holy ones, great and dreadful to all around him. O Lord God of hosts, who is your equal? You are mighty, O Lord, and truth is your garment. It is you who rule the sea in its pride. It is you who still the surging of its waves. You crushed the monster Rahab and killed it, scattering your foes with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours, the world is yours. It is you who founded the earth and all it holds. It is you who created the north and the south. Tabor and Hermon shout with joy at your name. Yours is a mighty arm, O Lord. Your hand is strong, your right hand ready. Justice and right are the pillars of your throne. Love and truth walk in your presence. Happy the people who acclaim such a king, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face, who find their joy every day in your name, who make your justice the source of their bliss. For you, O Lord, are the glory of their strength. By your favor it is that our might is exalted, for our ruler is in the keeping of the Lord our King in the keeping of the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. When the Son of God came into this world, he was born of David's line. When When the the Son of God came came into this world, world, he was was born born of David's line. Of old you spoke in a vision. To your friends, the prophets, you said, I have set the crown on a warrior. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found David my servant, and with my holy oil anointed him. My hand shall always be with him, and my arm shall make him strong. The enemy shall never outwit him, nor the evil man oppress him. I will beat down his foes before him and smite those who hate him. My truth and my love shall be with him. By my name his might shall be exalted. I will stretch out his hand to the sea, and his right hand as far as the river. He will say to me, You are my Father, my God, 
the rock who saves me, and I will make him my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. I will keep my love for him always. For him my covenant shall last. I will establish his dynasty forever. Make his throne endure as the heavens. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. When the Son of God came into this world, he was was born of David's line. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his dynasty shall never fail. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his His dynasty dynasty shall never fail. If his sons forsake my law, and refuse to walk as I decree, and if ever they violate my statutes, refusing to keep my commands, then I will punish their offenses with the rod. Then I will scourge them on account of their guilt but I will never take back my love. My truth will never fail. I will never violate my covenant, nor go back on the word I have spoken. Once for all, I have sworn by my holiness, I will never lie to David. His dynasty shall last forever. In my sight his throne is like the sun. Like the moon it shall endure forever, a faithful witness in the skies. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, you anointed your servant Jesus with holy oil, and raised him higher than all kings on the earth. In this you fulfilled the promise made to David's descendants, and established a lasting covenant through your firstborn son. Do not forget your holy covenant, so that we who are signed with the blood of your Son through the new sacrament of faith may sing of your mercies forever. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his His dynasty dynasty shall never fail. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. From the Book of Deuteronomy Moses summoned all Israel and said to them, You have seen all that the Lord did in the land of Egypt before your very eyes, to Pharaoh and all his servants and to all his land, the great testings your own eyes have seen, and those great signs and wonders. But not even at the present day has the Lord yet given you a mind to understand, or eyes to see, or ears to hear. I led you for forty years in the desert. Your clothes did not fall from you in tatters, nor your sandals from your feet. Bread was not your food, nor wine or beer your drink. Thus you should know that I, the Lord, am your God. You are all now standing before the Lord your God, your chiefs and judges, your elders and officials, and all of the men of Israel, together with your wives and children and the aliens who live in your camp, down to those who hew wood and draw water for you that you may enter into the covenant of the Lord your God, which he concluded with you today under the sanction of a curse, so that he may now establish you as his people, and he may be your God, as he promised you, and as he swore to your fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But it is not with you alone that I am making this covenant, under the sanction of a curse, 
It is just as much with those who are not here among us today as it is with those of us who are now here present before the Lord our God. You know in what surroundings we lived in the land of Egypt and what we passed by in the nations we traversed, and you saw the loathsome idols of wood and stone, of gold and silver that they possess. Let there be then no man or woman, no clan or tribe among you, who would now turn away their hearts from the Lord our God to go and serve these pagan gods. Let there be no root that would bear such poison and wormwood among you. If any such person, upon hearing the words of this curse, should beguile himself into thinking that he can safely persist in his stubbornness of heart, as though to sweep away both the watered soil and the parched ground, the Lord will never consent to pardon him. Instead, the Lord's wrath and jealousy will flare up against that man, and every curse mentioned in this book will alight on him. The Lord will blot out his name from under the heavens, and will single him out from all the tribes of Israel for doom, in keeping with all the curses of the covenant inscribed in this book of the law. Future generations, your own descendants who will rise up after you, as well as the foreigners who will come here from far-off lands, when they see the calamities of this land and the ills with which the Lord has smitten it, all its soil being nothing but sulfur and salt, a burnt-out waste, unsown and unfruitful, without a blade of grass, destroyed like Sodom and Gomorrah, Adma and Zeboim, which the Lord overthrew in his furious wrath. They and all the nations will ask, Why has the Lord dealt thus with this land? Why this fierce outburst of wrath? And the answer will be, because they forsook the covenant which the Lord, the God of their fathers, had made with them when he brought them out of the land of Egypt, and they went and served other gods and adored them, gods whom they did not know and whom he had not let fall to their lot. That is why the Lord was angry with this land and brought on it all the imprecations listed in this book. In his furious wrath and tremendous anger, the Lord uprooted them from their soil and cast them out into a strange land where they are today. Both what is hidden and what has already been revealed concern us and our descendants forever, that we may carry out all the words of this law. For our sake, Christ was cursed, so that the blessing of Abraham might include the pagans. That That through faith we we might receive the promised Spirit. Spirit. God rescued us from the land of Egypt and set us free from the land of slavery. That That through faith we We might might receive the promised Spirit. From a homily by St. John Chrysostom, Bishop. Though housed in a narrow prison, Paul dwelt in heaven. He accepted beatings and wounds more readily than others reach out for rewards. Sufferings he loved as much as prizes. Indeed, he regarded them as his prizes and therefore called them a grace or gift. Reflect on what this means. To depart and be with Christ was certainly a reward while remaining in the flesh meant struggle. Yet such was his longing for Christ that he wanted to defer his reward and remain amid the fight. Those were his priorities. Now to be separated from the company of Christ meant struggle and pain for Paul. In fact, it was a greater affliction than any struggle or pain would be. On the other hand, to be with Christ was a matchless reward. Yet for the sake of Christ, 
Paul chose the separation. But you may say, because of Christ, Paul found all this pleasant. I cannot deny that, for he derived intense pleasure from what saddens us. I need not think only of perils and hardships. It was true even of the intense sorrow that made him cry out, Who is weak that I do not share the weakness? Who is scandalized that I am not consumed with indignation? I urge you not simply to admire, but also to imitate this splendid example of virtue, for if we do, we can share his crown as well. Are you surprised at my saying that if you have Paul's merits, you will share that same reward? Then listen to Paul himself. I have fought the good fight. I have run the race. I have kept the faith. Henceforth a crown of justice awaits me, and the Lord who is a just judge will give it to me on that day, and not to me alone, but to those who desire his coming. You see how he calls all to share the same glory? Now, since the same crown of glory is offered to all, let us eagerly strive to become worthy of these promised blessings. In thinking of Paul, we should not consider only his noble and lofty virtues or the strong and ready will that disposed him for such great graces. We should also realize that he shares our nature in every respect. If we do, then even what is very difficult will seem to us easy and light. We shall work hard during the short time we have on earth, and someday we shall wear the incorruptible, immortal crown. This we shall do by the grace and mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, to whom all glory and power belongs now and always through endless ages. Amen. Man of God, you must strive for holiness, goodness, fidelity, love, patience, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith and win the prize of eternal life. Preach nothing but sound doctrine. Fight the good fight of faith and win the prize of eternal life. O God, who adorned Saints Timothy and Titus with apostolic virtues, grant through the intercession of them both that, living justly and devoutly in this present age, we may merit to reach our heavenly homeland. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour on the memorial of Saints Timothy and Titus. We'll check out today's gospel next on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, January 26, 2022, the Memorial of Saints Timothy and Titus. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we hear the parable of the sower. It's from the fourth chapter of the Gospel of Mark. Again Jesus began to teach beside the sea, and a very large crowd gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat in it on the sea. And the whole crowd was beside the sea on the land. He taught them many things in parables, and in his teaching he said to them, Listen! A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell along the path 
and the birds came and devoured it. Other seed fell on rocky ground, where it had not much soil, and immediately it sprang up, since it had no depth of soil. When the sun rose, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. Other seeds fell into good soil and brought forth grain, growing up and increasing and yielding thirtyfold and sixtyfold and a hundredfold. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. When he was alone, those who were about him with the twelve asked him concerning the parables. And he said to them, To you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God. But for those outside, everything is in parables, so that they may indeed see, but not perceive, and may indeed hear, but not understand, lest they should turn again and be forgiven. Do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word. These are the ones along the path where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word which is sown in them. And these, in like manner, are the ones sown upon rocky ground who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with joy, and they have no root in themselves, but endure for a while. Then, when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately they fall away. Others are the ones sown among thorns. They are those who hear the word, but the cares of the world and the delight in riches and the desire for other things enter in and choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. But those that were sown upon the good soil are the ones who hear the word and accept it and bear fruit thirtyfold and sixtyfold and a hundredfold. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily and Sunday Mass readings are right there on the Relevant Radio app. Well, we're celebrating Timothy and Titus today, and St. Paul gave a very specific mission to Timothy and Titus, guard the truths of the faith. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 6, Special Feasts. Guard the truth that has been entrusted to you by the Holy Spirit who dwells within us. In the vocabulary of Roman law, the word depositum means those goods which are entrusted by one person to another with the understanding that they will be returned intact on request. St. Paul applied this legal term to truths of revelation, and this is how it entered into Catholic teaching. The truths of the faith are entrusted by one generation to another. These truths are not the product of human reasoning. They proceed directly from God. 
Those people who are not faithful to these truths ought to contemplate the divinely inspired words of the prophet Jeremiah. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewed out cisterns for themselves, broken cisterns that can hold no water. Whosoever ignores the teachings of the magisterium can only provide the teachings of men, teachings which can undermine the faith and put at risk one's salvation. The preacher of the gospel will therefore be a person who, even at the price of personal renunciation and suffering, always seeks the truth that he must transmit to others. He never betrays or hides truth out of a desire to please men in order to astonish or shock, nor for the sake of originality or a desire to make an impression. Through the course of the centuries, the church has carefully defined the dogmas of the faith. In many cases, these definitions came about due to major religious crises of doctrinal controversy and confusion. Monsignor Ronald Knox has likened these dogmas to buoys, which one finds at the mouth of a river. The buoys mark off the limits of safe navigation. Beyond these limits, one runs the risk of running aground. Insofar as a person keeps to the sure way in what refers to faith and morals, that person will advance without any problems. To neglect these guidelines would be to put one's boat, one's voyage, in danger. So it should be quite clear that the issue is not about sacrificing one's freedom. Quite the contrary, the question is about preserving everything that makes freedom worth having and sharing. From her earliest days, the Church has produced short catechisms to provide a summary of the faith within the understanding of most people. Catechesis is one of the principal missions of the Church. Inasmuch as possible, we should participate in this vital apostolate. That simple catechism which was so helpful to us in our youth may still prove instructive to us in our maturity. Yet we ought to do more than merely review the basic ideas of our faith. As Pope John Paul II reminded a group of young pilgrims, it is not enough to be Christians because of the baptism received or because of the historico-social conditions in which you are born and live. As you grow in years and culture, new problems and new requirements of clarity and certainty come into consciousness. It is then necessary to set out in a responsible way in search of the motivations of your own Christian faith. If you do not become personally aware and do not have an adequate understanding of what must be believed and of the reasons for this faith, at a certain moment everything may inevitably collapse and be swept away in spite of the good will of parents and educators. The better we know our faith, the better we will be able to know and love our Lord. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. If they don't have it in stock, they can probably order it for you. It's 12 minutes before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart.
Turn your ear, O Lord, and give answer, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am faithful. Save the servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I cry to you all the day long. Give joy to your servant, O Lord, for to you I lift up my soul. O Lord, you are good and forgiving, full of love to all who call. Give heed, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the sound of my voice. In the day of distress I will call and surely you will reply. Among the gods there is none like you, O Lord, nor work to compare with yours. All the nations shall come to adore you and glorify your name, O Lord. For you are great and do marvelous deeds, you who alone are God. Show me, Lord, your way so that I may walk in your truth. Guide my heart to fear your name. I will praise you, Lord, my God, with all my heart and glorify your name forever. For your love to me has been great. You have saved me from the depths of the grave. The proud have risen against me. Ruthless men seek my life. To you they pay no heed. But you, God of mercy and compassion, slow to anger, O Lord, abounding in love and truth, turn and take pity on me. O give your strength to your servant and save your handmaid son. Show me a sign of your favor that my foes may see to their shame that you console me and give me your help. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. God of mercy and goodness, when Christ called out to you in torment, you heard him and gave him victory over death because of his love for you. We already know the affection you have for us. Fill us with a greater love of your name, and we will proclaim you more boldly before men and happily lead them to celebrate your glory. Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Hear, you who are far off, what I have done. You who are near, acknowledge my might. On Zion, sinners are in dread. Trembling grips the impious. Who of us can live with the consuming fire? Who of us can live with the everlasting flames? He who practices virtue and speaks honestly, who spurns what is gained by oppression, brushing his hands free of contact with a bribe, stopping his ears lest he hear of bloodshed, closing his eyes lest he look on evil. He shall dwell on the heights. His stronghold shall be the rocky fastness, his food and drink in steady supply. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. Sing a new song to the Lord, 
for he has worked wonders. His right hand and his holy arm have brought salvation. The Lord has made known his salvation, has shown his justice to the nations. He has remembered his truth and love for the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout to the Lord, all the earth. Ring out your joy. Sing psalms to the Lord with the harp, with the sound of music, with trumpets, and the sound of the horn acclaim the King, the Lord. Let the sea and all within it thunder, the world and all its peoples. Let the rivers clap their hands and the hills ring out their joy. Rejoice at the presence of the Lord, for he comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice and the peoples with fairness. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, you have revealed your justice to all nations. We stood condemned, and you came to be judged in our place. Send your saving power on us, and when you come in glory, bring your mercy to those for whom you were condemned. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider how their lives ended and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. On your your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. Day or night, they will not cease to proclaim the name of the Lord. I have set my watchmen to guard you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. Proclaim the message, insist on it in season and out of season, refute falsehood, correct error, call to obedience, but do all with patience and sound doctrine. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation, by by the the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. 
to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Proclaim the message, insist on it in season and out of season, refute falsehood, correct error, call to obedience, but do all with patience and sound doctrine. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down His life for His sheep. Let us praise and thank Him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. Remember us, Lord, when you come to your kingdom and teach us how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who adorned Saints Timothy and Titus with apostolic virtues, grant, through the intercession of them both, that, living justly and devoutly in this present age, we may merit to reach our heavenly homeland. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Hey, time to get moving. The day is just beginning, and it's your chance to make it holy. Morning air is coming right up. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Central or on the app. You go out now, make this a great and glorious day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.